Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But right now, joined live inside our Thoroughs and Ethanol Broadcast Center. Uh, with a man that uh, has meant a lot to this program, a lot to this community, and a man I'm really excited to, to get to talk to here uh, for the next couple of minutes. That is, uh, again, feels weird to say this one. Now, former Bison safety Michael Tutsi, nice enough to give us some time today. Uh, Tut, great to have you in here, first off. When I say former Bison safety, does that uh, does it feel weird? I got to think it feels weird right now. Yeah, yeah, no. First of all, thanks for having me on in. Yeah, always great chatting with you and uh, sitting down with you, but... uh. Yeah, definitely feels weird. Definitely feels weird to hear that. Um, and just knowing that it still hasn't fully sank in for sure. But, uh, you know, I just always uh, just think about, you know, how grateful and blessed I am to be a Bison. Just knowing that I got that with me forever and ever uh, is just awesome. So I'm just still trying to let it all soak in and um, just enjoy my last moments here in Fargo. Yeah, there's a lot of things to obviously enjoy. And I'm sure that last time on, on Sunday felt weird going into it and uh, even weirder coming out of it, just you know, no matter what the score would have been. But taking the jersey off for the last time would have felt a little weird. How, how long did you keep the jersey on until you finally took it off? Yeah, you know, I, I definitely tried to just keep everything on as long as I could. Even my helmet, I, I had to eventually let that go. But I definitely, uh, uh, you know, I felt like just I just didn't want to just let it to be over. I just didn't want it to be over. Exactly, like regardless of what would have happened in the game, like the score or anything, that none of that mattered. Just knowing it was the final time being a bison and, and strapping it up in the green and gold, uh, yeah, it was super emotional. Um, just trying to take it all in, take nothing for granted, and you know, I definitely it definitely took me a while to take it to take the jersey off. Um, um, and, and you know, I, I definitely just tried to soak it all in every, as much as I could. And you should have. It was a great career. It was a lengthy career for you as well. And you you come into a program, you, you're not thinking I'll, I'll probably I'll, I'll probably be here for four years. What you're probably thinking, and you end up being there for a, a few more of them. Uh, added on to that, did you did you think like? Coming into this year, man, it's it's felt like a while, or did it not maybe necessarily feel like it had been a long time? Yeah, you know, actually, you know, everyone talks about, like, how it goes by like that, and, like, it, it feels like in a blink of an eye and stuff, but it really, honestly, it really felt like it took, it was a long time. It felt like, I don't know, I, it did, it, it didn't, it didn't, I, to be honest, it's a, it's a hard answer, or it's a hard question to answer uh, directly, but. You know, I did, like, it did go by fast. It did go by fast, but at the same time, like, being here six years, like, I I feel like I really soaked it all in and I was present as much as I could be. So, in that aspect, it did feel like I was here for a long time. Like, it was a quarter of my life. Like, I'm 24 years old, six years, so I was here for a whole, you know, quarter. To think about it like that, like, just just to know, like, you know, I was here for a long time. So, I enjoyed every second of it, though. Like, like, Like I said, um, you know, in the post-game interview, I would do it all over again without question. I mean, you definitely made the most of your opportunities here. It's not like you, you waited till the last year to start. You've been starting for, for quite a while, making impact plays. When you, you think back on your career, like, 
early on, Michael Tutsi making some plays? Is there an early an early moment that kind of stands out to you in those first couple of years? Uh, yeah, you know, like when I 2018, my second year, my retro freshman year, I was like, I was, you know, playing on all the special teams. Mm-hmm. And I just remember one play, like it was like kind of my play where I felt like, you know, like people know who I am now. And it was like a, a punt. We were playing South Dakota State, mm-hmm. actually. It was the first time we played them that year um, in the Dome. And, it was a close game, and it was like a fourth fourth down, and it, it, we punted it, and the guy caught it like inside of the ten yard line, and I, I got the opportunity to run down and, and make a big tackle. So, and it was like a big play, and I just remember just hearing the crowd like that was my first time like making a big play in the dome, and I always remember that just being a young guy and just uh, feeling like what it was to really mean about, to, to be a Bison and all that, and that that play will always stick with me. Do you remember the first career interception? I do, I do. I'll never forget that one. Okay, never forget walk us one. through it. Yep, Western Illinois. Yep. Um, 2018. 2018, yep, that was 2018 too. Man, I just remember knowing that game that Robbie was kind of, uh, his hamstring was kind of feeling weird. So just n- going into the game, I got a lot more starting reps just to prepare for if, if Robbie would go down. So uh, I always knew that I was, you know, I was super prepared for that game. And, um, you know, Robbie, he did good. I'm pretty sure he, it didn't really bother him the most of the game. But we had a... You know, a pretty good lead. It was like 24 to 7, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it was uh, third or fourth quarter. And yeah, I just remember going in, there was like a timeout. So I was just waiting forever and ever. Like, God, let, let, can we just start? It was the first play of the drive, actually, I think. Okay. If I remember correctly. Yeah, because we were just waiting. I was like, come on, like, let's just get let's get going. And then, yep, we called up a, a pressure. So in that pressure, like, I, I was a hot player. And all that means is I'm literally looking at the quarterback and wherever he, he goes, I go, basically. So uh, it, was a, it was a pass play. Uh, um, tight end start, I saw the tight end to my side he just ran at me so like I felt that but I all again I'm looking at the quarterback so I was just all in the quarterback and he was just staring at me so I just I just held there held there and then he we got great pressure the pressure got home so he had to let the ball go and then he threw it uh it was actually a pretty good pass but I just undercut it picked it uh kind of bobbled it but it, I, there was no way I was letting it go and mm-hmm. I just made sure I got my feet down and I just remember getting up and just seeing the ref like signal good, good, and then seeing all my teammates like Shep running at me, James Hendricks, some of those old guys, and just like, man, this is, this is amazing. Like I, I'll never forget that moment. And then talking to my coach at the time was Coach Clarenderme, uh, talking to him on the phone and just telling how excited he was. Like you, you got many more of those to come, man. And just hearing that, it, it was an awesome experience. Did you just call James Hendricks an old guy. Well, <laughs> yeah. just, I have to. He, know, he, he knows, knows he is. He knows he is. Yeah, James has been awesome, too, getting a chance to get to know him a little bit more this year yeah. as he's been on a pre- and post-game with us. For me, it's going to be that, that sophomore year that stands out, that stretch early in the season. I think he had uh, two interceptions against uh, North Dakota, non-conference game at the time, interception against Delaware, and an interception against UC Davis. Three games, four interceptions in that three-game span. That one's always going to stand out to me early on in the career. Like, okay, this guy's a – He's a ball hawk. He's going to make some plays. Yep. No, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate you, you know, pointing that out. Uh, I definitely remember that. I I just remember just, like, that was my first year starting. So, and I just remember uh, we played Butler, and then once we played UND, it just like, man, I was just like, I felt like our defense was so good. We had Jabril and, um, you know, Josh Hayes was at corner, Marquise. We had Tuska. We had some really good players, and I just, you know, I had a lot of good players around me, so – I really just felt like people were just attacking me because there was not a lot of other places to go uh, yeah. on the other side of the field or uh, whatever it may be. So, you know, I was just taking uh, advantage of my opportunities. And, yeah, that, that was super uh, – I'll never forget that that little stretch, you know, um, you know a, lot of, um, a lot of great moments. And that UC time. Davis one was a very critical one. Yeah. That was an extremely close game. I think you picked it off in the end zone as well, if I remember yep. correctly. Yeah, yep. that was probably, that's probably my most memorable, memorable interception 
of mine just because of the circumstances and it being, uh, you know, I think they would have took the lead with that one. And um, just a great call by Coach Braun in that situation too. Um, I, I'll never forget that, yeah. In the early part of your career here at NDSU, was there a piece of information that either you learned or a piece of advice that uh upperclassman coach or former player gave to you that stuck with you? Uh, yeah, I would say it's a great question. There's so many, uh, first of all. But uh, one that really stuck with me was uh, Easton Stick. Uh, he said, I forget it was a – it might have been like just a team meeting or I forget what it was. But he was talking to the team and, and all of us, and he just was saying, you know, don't ever let a moment, you know, a bad moment hold you back from, um, you know, the next moment to come, you know. Whether it may be in practice, if you make a mistake, don't let it hold you down. Like it's, you got to just always move on to the next play. Like once you get to college football, you can't let you know that those emotions affect you because then you're you're missing moments, and then you also might continue to make even worse plays or more bad plays because you're you're holding on to those plays. So just always to move on, be 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 um, have a short memory, um, and continue to trust the guys around you. Trust, don't ever lose your confidence. Be confident in what NDSU is prepared prepared you for the coaches and the players around you be a goldfish goldfish have extremely short memories absolutely it's a good thing uh, michael tutsi with us here live in studio and appreciate his time coming in here with us for for you as well i think as you, you go on further in your career you're playing more and more you, you kind of have figured things out a little bit at what point did you realize okay it's time for me to to be the dude to start training up that next generation to train up the Dawson Webers to train up the the other guys. Obviously, Dawson was right there with you for this uh, this run, but some of the younger players. When did you start realizing that? Um, honestly, probably after the once Jimmy left uh, the 2019 season. Uh, after we played JMU, um, that's when I, I realized, like you know, I'm I'm the, the the oldest guy in the room now. I mean, I've been I played the most in, in the room, um, corner and and safety wise. I mean, Josh was still there, but. Um, you know, out of the, and, and even on the defense as a whole, you know, we lost a lot of seniors. Um, um, you know, Jabril ended up transferring, and um, I feel like that's when I really, you know, it came to me like, you know, I, I got to take that role over now and take in what I've learned from guys like uh, Jim, James Hendricks, uh, Trey Dempsey, you know, Robbie Grimsley. Uh, those are just in the safety room. Then you go to all the other position groups as well. But um, um, just knowing that, that that was when, I you know, it really came to me and, um I would say definitely after the spring season, um, um, for sure, like going into that 2021 season, it was when it really solidified to me, like, you know, that, I, 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 uh, you know, this is my team. This can be my team. You got one more quick segment with us? Oh, absolutely. We'll take a break. We'll get caught up on breaks. We'll, we'll take one here. We'll come back more with uh, Bison Safety, Michael Tutsi, when we come back here on The Insiders. Welcome back into The Insiders 1216 here on the show. Appreciate everybody uh, listening up today. We do have Michael Tutsi back here with us in studio. If you got a question, feel free to call in. We'll let you call in and, and say something to, to uh, our, our man, uh, Michael Tutsi. I was going to call you James Hendricks for a second. I've been talking a lot about James Hendricks, but obviously Michael Tutsi. Um, we do have a, a comment on our Facebook page, Bison1660, via the horse cam. Uh, great weekend, gentlemen. Thoughts from the bunker. Our coaches and team made it to the natty after uh, one of the toughest years with injuries and other things going on. Uh, that's from John in the bunker in Montana from uh, a couple of days ago, but also another one uh, here today. We'll get to those comments here in just a little bit. Uh, this one's from John, though. It says, Michael Tutsi, thank you so much for your dedication to Bison football. As a fan, you provided us so many wonderful memories, and you represented Bison uh, on the road and the brand with honor. Uh, thanks, man. I've seen no doubt for you having success at anything you decide to do in the future. Once a Bison, always a Bison. From uh, John there on our Facebook page. It's awesome, man. Awesome. I appreciate you, John. Thank you, man. Like Bison, Bison Nation means everything to me. That, that, the people like that is what make 
the NDSU special, so I appreciate it. Is there a game in the Dome that stands out to you just from that atmosphere perspective? Ooh, man, there's a couple good ones. Um, I want to say, God, it's hard to – the JMU semifinal, is, it's hard to beat that one, yeah. I'd say. I, like, that one was Destin's off the pick. Ooh. Yeah, like, ooh, man. And just to be on the field during that, like, like you usually tune out, like, the crowd, like, during plays like that somehow. You don't really hear it till you, you're, like, running to the sideline. Then it, you kind of start hearing it, at least for me. But in that, on that play, like, there was no tuning out anything. Like, you heard it immediately, like, just the roar. But, yeah, that game right there and just the knowing that they were leaving to, the, to FBS and it was the last time that we'd get a chance to play them in the Dome to get to Frisco, like, so many circumstances. I, I, my, my, like, personally in that game, like, it sucked for me because I had a thumb, like, mm-hmm. a broken thumb I was dealing with or a torn thumb, and it sucked because I just played through it. But just to be part of that and – the you know Bison Nation showed up that day for sure. That was definitely one of them that would stand out to me. That place was rocking. One of the loudest environments I've ever been in for a football game. And like you said, with, with JMU, the rivalry in their last season at FCS, there's a whole lot more on the line in that one that meant something more to all the players, especially all the seniors on that year's team. John and West Fargo calling in with a question for uh, Michael Tutsi as well. John, you're here with us on the Insiders. Yeah, you were a blast to watch, my friend, and uh, best to you in whatever you do. You were focused and determined. It's fun to watch players like that. I have two questions. Uh, what? Tell me about your your influence of your dad in your life uh, relative to uh, football and all that. And number two, how did you get recruited from Indiana? I, there's hardly anybody on the Bison staff, uh, roster rather, from Indiana. So just talk about those two things. Uh, thanks, Andy. Yeah, thank you, John. Appreciate you calling in. Tack those uh, one at a time. Your dad, who, by the way, follows me on Twitter. Shout out, Steve. Thank you. Um, but uh, your dad's influence and everything there for you. Yeah, no, appreciate you, the question, John, and your comments. I really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, my dad, man, man, I mean, he, he means everything to me. Um, he's taught me so much from day one. Like, as uh, the first as much as long as I can remember, I had a football in my hand, and it was because of him. You know, he kept the football in my hand. He kept me around uh, – from day one, like he was always had me around uh, his players what, that he was coaching. I'd be at the practices, um, at the games and everything, a part of the whole nine yards. And um, he had a major influence on me, always coaching me growing up, uh, other sports as well, just always pushing me to be, you know, to make sure I was always doing something and, and attacking something and being a great leader. Um, um, those are just a, a few things he taught me. And then, you know, he continues, continues to teach me every day, always trying to definitely help with the X and O's. Uh, he thinks he's – he thinks he's good at Nick Saban, he'll tell you. But, uh, <laughs> no, he is, though. He, he's great. He's great. Um, he's great with uh, as, as far as a coach uh, with the X and O's, but with his players, first and foremost. He's, he's a, a extremely personable guy, and um, he loves he, – he has extreme passion for the game and, and just a people person. So, you know, he taught me so much uh, that, I'll always, that I'll always keep with me forever and uh, continue to, to keep with me. So, And how were you recruited from Indiana? Yeah, that's a that's a you know great question. Um, you know the Bison actually they 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 haven't really ever recruited from Indiana. I don't think I'm not sure if there's ever been anybody on the team. I think there's a couple way really? back, way yeah. back when. Okay, but yeah, so there was just a connection with an old coach that was at NDSU that my dad knows. He actually knows, and I I was getting um, recruited by you know some FCS schools, and I I just told my dad like, if I'm gonna play in the FCS, uh, I want to go to the best. So, um, he knew. Uh, an old former coach at NDSU and that new coach Ince and we were able to connect uh, uh, in that way and they were able to see he saw my film and 
Um, and, you know, the rest is history. You know, they recruited me from there and offered me a scholarship, and, um, and, and that's how that connection formed. So hopefully there's some future Indianapolis or Indiana Bison uh, to come, though. So. Yeah, you open up that market a little bit, you yeah. know, and that's a cool story how you just never really know how things happen. There's a player coming in this next year from uh, Jamestown, New York. And that's another one that's like, huh, head-scratching. But, you know, just a weird connection. You never know how that kind of stuff happens. But, again, Michael Tutsi here with us. You've never been in, in the studio before. What no, do you think man. of the, the digs here? No, I, this is sweet, man. Awesome setup. Like, got the whole, the, the Bison 1660, you know, plastered up there. Got got the, the you know, ESPN going. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I love the code green. That's my favorite right there. There you go. That was from a fan. He made that one. He got two more up there as well on the, the wall. Yeah. But, it's part radio studio, part sports bar, we say. Just missing the uh, the bar part maybe of it. But uh, plenty of TVs for you. We do have three football pictures up here. I didn't have any say in who got up there, but it is three quarterbacks. I think we maybe favored the quarterbacks too much. Hey, you know, that's how it goes usually in football. That, that's all right, though. Those mm-hmm. three legends. I mean, mm-hmm. can't get can't get can't really complain with who's up there. So. Yeah, Carson Brock mm-hmm. and, and Easton. You gotta get some defensive players. You know, yeah, somebody up there on right. the defense. There's some. Yeah, we got Stanley yeah, Jones and Greg yeah. Menard back there. Okay, they're kind of yeah. I, it's, those yeah. are two separate pictures, I guess. Yeah. Greg yeah. Menard is up there as well. So do us some love uh, to Code Green out there. Uh, but wanted to ask you a couple more questions and appreciate the time today. Just about your experience at NDSU, I think you've been pretty open about it. And obviously everyone saw the post-game press conference clips for you. I think it hits you a little bit more there. But just what has, has NDSU meant to you? And, and when you think about once a bison, always a bison, will we be seeing you around these parts maybe in the future? Oh, uh, to answer that, you know, for sure. Like, I, there's no way that I can stay away from, you know, Fargo, North Dakota and, and NDSU, whatever it may be. Um, if it may be coaching down the road, you know, that'd be an amazing honor. That's something that I would love to do. Um but, you know, you know, or maybe, you know, Sarai comes back to NDSU one day, whatever go. it may be, you know. So, uh, you know, simply put, I'm a bison for life, you know. There's there's no way around it, no way I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, I love – I have such deep love for all my coaches and my players and even just all the people that you meet in the community. Like, I mean that. Like, you know, and for me, I got to student teach and, and meet people that way as well. Like, that opened up a whole nother, um doorway to the community. But – it just means so much to me. This place is so special. When people talk about family uh, at programs and, and just in general, like this place, it, 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 that's really what it is. Like you, you leave a mark on so many people and they leave a mark on you. And it's, it's something that lasts forever. Like it truly lasts forever. And just, I, I'll never, never, I, I'll never forget it. Um, never, like I, I, I talked about it. I'll never really be able to really put it into words, what it means to me. Um, just, such an amazing experience in a place that that is just as a one of one place, a one of one place. Um, there is no place like NDSU. Give me a, a community story because I think we know we we kind of get it at least the the you know team, the players, the coaches, the tight knit family that NDSU football really is. But like you said, you student teach. You've been around the community a little bit. You've been here for a long time. Is there a, a story from the community that will will stick out to you as you you leave here? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's a, there's definitely a lot. But uh, one that really sticks out is a, a young man that I was fortunate to um, teach, actually. Um, his name was Austin. Um, he was at McKinley Elementary um, when he when uh, yeah, at McKinley Elementary when I was able to uh, get fortunate enough to teach him. But um, just a an awesome young man, um, um, extremely, you know, a, extreme Bison fan, loves the Bison. Um, and just when I was able to meet him and just see his family and see where he comes from and just to know like the mark that I left on him. Um, you know, it, like, you know, he told me the one of the greatest moments of his life was getting to meet me and, you know, to have me as, you know, 
be that mentor, that that big bro- brother for him that 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 I was able to be. So to hear that, like that's that's what sums up what NDSU is about and what you can leave an impact on people in the way that you can leave an impact on people. And, and that one will always stick with me. I think you guys on the team know that, you know, that you know, kids are looking up to, but you never really know it until somebody says it to you. And when he says something like that, I'm sure it stuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it right there. Like, you know, and you get so caught up in, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot. College football is a lot. It's not easy. You're always caught up doing something and it's hard to, it's hard to be in the moment. We talk about living in the moment, being the moment and, and, and cherish the things that, you know, things like that. That that happened and and it's tough, but when you actually hear you know someone say it and you experience it firsthand, then then it really hits you and, and it sinks with you. There was a fun question from a fan that called in earlier, just asking like, are you guys able to keep the helmets that you guys have, or does that go back to the university? Um, so I believe that we are gifted with one of them, with one helmet, and then we're able to buy one if we want. But um, yeah, so I I believe it's through the BFPA. I think that mm-hmm. they all get everybody one. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but um, yeah, we do get one. I think we get a jersey as well. Yeah, there'll be some keepsakes and yeah. some mementos and <laughs> something hanging up in the man cave yep. in the, the future for for Michael Tutsi, no doubt. <laughs> Wanted to ask you just a couple minutes left, and again, we appreciate the time. But all good. like, what is next? For you. I think we know, you know, we got, you know, Cody Malk, Hunter Lipke, some other guys. Just what's next for you? Are you planning on taking that shot at the NFL? You know, I am. I am. I'm actually, you know, I feel like for myself, I, I owe that to myself to, to go chase that. And, you know, I, I've wanted to play football as long as I can remember. And I really, that's the best thing I can do. I feel like it's the only thing I can do at times. But, um, you know, I feel like I owe that to myself to, to go chase that dream. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. So, um, you know, whenever that's said and done, though, it could be five years from now, a month from now, whenever whenever that's said and done, you know, I'm going to get right into coaching. Um, you know, it's something I've been around a lot of great coaches. Um, I was kind of born into it, my dad being a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do love it. Like, I feel like I would love it. And, and just being around football, continuing to be able to be around football and, and help guys really, um, you know, you know, be be great in life. Be great, be great football players, but be great in life, and and be great fathers and and brothers, and you know whatever it may be. So, um, you know, I, I'm that that's what's next for me. You know, whatever wherever that takes me, we'll see. But uh, you know, I know I got Bison Nation with me forever. So that's one thing I do know. So you're telling me that uh, before we had you on, that you're heading out tomorrow and, and going down to I believe it was Nashville. You said and kind of doing some training, and and that whole process will be going on for the next couple of months for you. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'll be training. Yep, training in Nashville, just getting ready for uh, first my the pro day uh, back here at NDSU. So we'll be back around for that, and um, and then you know the draft is in April. So we'll see what happens there. Could be you know could uh, could be a situation with the NFL. Could be a situation with uh, you know another league. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited for you. I think you should take advantage of that opportunity and and see what's out there and. Yeah, I know you don't want to hang up the cleats yet. You're a football player through and through, so that makes a ton of sense. And hoping the, the very best for you there. Just add to the list, man. There's a lot of pro bison out there, so add to that list a little bit. Yep, no doubt, man, no doubt. Uh, hopefully, you know, be able to be awesome, be able to be on that list one day. For you gonna sure, see so. uh, Dylan Radens at all while you're down there? Hey, y'all, we'll definitely have to link up. You yeah. know, I, I have to reach out to him for sure. So there you go. It's, it's a strange thing. Is as you've gotten more and more players drafted, I mean, they're kind of all over the place a little bit now. Hey, exactly right. There, you know. You know, Cal, all, almost all all the coast, almost. So. Yeah, you got like Tennessee to you know San Francisco with with yeah. Trey Lance. You know, yeah. basically coast to coast at this point. Yeah. Obviously, Christian Watson had a great first year. Cordell Volson a great first year. Still going on. Man. Oh, with the Bengals too, they're going to be in the playoffs. So Man. it's just crazy to think that I played with all those guys. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. So 
you know, you know, have you asked guys like Cordell or Christian that just went through this last year what that process like? Theirs was a little bit different than what you'll be going through, but right. I've definitely been in touch with um, you know, guys, you know, like Darius Shepard actually. Yeah. Uh, guy more more a guy in my situation, maybe. Um, you know, so definitely been in touch with him. been in touch with Easton, um, Christian, all those guys. So Cordell as well. So definitely just, you know, taking any advice that I can get, um, you know, going through the transition in the process. So. Absolutely, man. Wish the absolute best for you there. Um, a couple of things left here for you. What is something that Michael Tutsi, sitting here right across from me right now, would tell freshman 2017 Michael Tutsi when he was coming into the program? Man, I would just tell him, don't miss a moment and don't take anything for granted. Enjoy every single meeting. Enjoy every single you know pattern. If you know, you know about that, uh, what those are. Uh, enjoy. Oh, we told s- about that stuff a little bit from Zach Mathis. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, hey, real deal now. Coach Kramer, shout out to Coach Kramer, but enjoy everything. And, and speaking of Coach Kramer, enjoy Coach Kramer. Man, he's he makes NDSU go. It, that's another. If you know, you know. But uh, just man, just own the moment. Own the moment. Um, prepare like you're a starter from day one. Don't ever come in thinking I'm just I'm just a freshman or I'm just a young guy. Prepare like the starter. Pay attention to the leaders. You know, take advice. Um, listen to your coaches, even if they're you know they seem like they're getting on you you know that's college football um and and just enjoy your teammates enjoy your teammates love the guys and trust the guys next to you and 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 just never take anything for granted and you'll be just fine yeah absolutely you're graduating you're moving on here Dawson Weber's moving on here so the the question mark we that's what we do we do in the meeting well what's the question mark what are we looking at so neither starting safety back next year what does the future of the safety position at NDSU look like from your perspective? You're there practicing with the guys that will be taking over your position. Yep, man. Uh, I've definitely thought about it a lot, too, just, you know, thinking, like, where's it going to go? But, you know, they'll be they'll be in great hands. You know, first of all, there's great coaches, Coach Ince, for sure. I know we all saw the uh, transition with Coach Braun mm-hmm. uh, going. So, you know, that'll, that'll shake some things up. But, like I said, Coach Ince – We'll have that taken care of, and, and, and you know, have he'll, he'll make sure he take care of his guys, and he'll get the right guy in there for the position. But um, I think you know, you got Dom Jones played a lot of great football. Um, he's gonna you know continue to play a lot of great football, and you know, he's gonna be like you know the vet in that room with as far as experience and and, and with his age. You know, I believe he's got two years of eligibility left. So he played a little bit of a different position this year too. Yeah, he did. You know, exactly, exactly, and that helped him. That helped him as well. And that that was just because Dom is that good, and you know he had to find his way on the field somehow. So um, played at nickel. Yep. So you know, I'm sure I'm sure they'll uh, keep him at free safety or allow him to be the starting free safety. And if he needs to move down at times, he can. But um, as strong, you know, it'll it'll be interesting. You know, there'll be there'll be some it'll be a competition for that spot for sure. There's uh, three or four guys that you know could probably play that would be in the position to play that position. So, um, and you never know. You can always have a young guy that comes up. You just never know how that, how that works out. The best guy will play. But um, um, I won't say any names on that. But, you know, there, there's definitely guys out there at, 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 at the strong safety that it'll be in good hands. They know who they are. Yep, they and know who they are. Yeah, so. and it's kind of cool. You'd be going into an offseason where there's a true competition. And I think all of them know that. You probably knew that going into 2019, like, this is a competition. I probably have an inside track, but this is a competition. Yeah. So spring ball is going to be a little bit fun in that regard for yeah. those players. Absolutely, and that's how you that's how you should want it, man. That, yeah. that, that'll that bring the best out of all of them. And then lastly for you, this is something that a you know, former colleague, a guy you talk with quite a bit, uh, Keith Brake would always do when he'd bring players in who are, who are graduating. You know, we always say once a bison, always a bison. And obviously you're always going to be a bison, whatever your future holds. I hope to see you at some point, you know, they're at a game or – you know, in Frisco one of these years, way down the road after a long, lengthy NFL career for you too. But, you know, 
10 years, 20 years from now, whatever it is, what do you want people around the program, players, coaches to say about Michael Tutsi? What do you want that, that lasting memory? What do you think you left here of Michael Tutsi's memories as a Bison? Man, man, that's an awesome question. Um, I just feel like, or I just hope, you know, that people say that, you know, I, I played with passion, um, intensity. I played for the guy next to you. If that's something that you can't see visually, you know, that's something I tried to do that the one thing that I was going to play hard for the guy next to me, like whatever it took, I was going to do my job and do do it for him and do it for them. So, um, you know, I hope they remember me in that way that, you know, I played through, played through adversity, um, um, came to, came to practice and, and meetings and patterns and lifts every single day and just was in the moment and owned it and, Led with, led led with uh, great intentionality and, and and was there for my brothers. Um, so you know to answer like the, that that's how I'd answer that question for sure. Well, you absolutely did all those things. Uh, that is the legacy you left, and there's, there's a lot more to it as well. But that's a good way to sum it up. I did, by the way, just so everybody knows, I did say Sarai could come in today. Yep. I was I was on the table. We could have had the radio debut of a back with family. And uh, obviously that's a good spot for her too. But uh, with you training for the NFL, it's probably going to be where she's going to be for a little while. But I really appreciate you sharing with us on the pregame show, sharing with everybody about what that journey has been like of fatherhood, how it's changed you, how this team has kind of rallied around to help you as well. You got a bunch of uncles on the team that were helping out Sarai throughout the year. Uh, so we appreciate that and looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, how she grows up and what she'll be like. Because I know there's going to be a little competitiveness in her for sure. Oh, you know it. You know it. So she she's been raised by you know Bison. So she she she's gonna she's a Bison through and through, and she's definitely gonna you know have that chip on her shoulder as she grows up. So you know, and like I said, you know she might she might be back here one day uh, being a Bison of her own. So we'll see what happens. Talk to Jen Lopez and Jory Collins and all the other coaches around here. We'll make sure there's a spot for her. No doubt about that. We know we like our uh, our legacy Bison uh, around this program. Someone that's been here before, and uh, that's really cool. It'll be an awesome story somewhere down the line. But man, I appreciate you. Uh, you know that. Been a lot of fun conversations. You were really good, by the way, right away. Freshmen aren't always good at interviews. You were good right away. Did you practice those ahead of time or something? You're just well-spoken. No, no, I never really practiced. Never really practiced. I always thought I was bad at them. I was like, man, I am just, like, nervous. I, I don't get as nervous. I don't really get nervous at this point. But definitely in my earlier years, I used, I used to be nervous and just, like, I got to say the right thing. But I always just, just took it serious. Like, I didn't just want to just get it by. Like, I wanted to make sure, like, I was being intentional and answering the questions uh, with, with you know with intentionality and the right way so you definitely did that too man appreciate all the conversations wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future I had a great career nothing to, to hang your head about at all and definitely going to miss you around these parts when we're introduced to starting lineups next year and we're like somebody else at safety it's just it's going to feel a little bit different for both you and Dawson by the way because yeah. you've both been there uh, for quite a while we'll leave it with this one as well Dan says Michael Tutsi exemplifies what bison pride is good luck in your future endeavors and hopefully one day down the road see you in Frisco as well. But Tut, appreciate the time and uh, best of luck in that future, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, Andy. Always appreciate you, man. You know, I'm always here for you. So thank you. Of course. You.